Hello, friends. This is Michael from Hannigan Media, and I am in the courtroom of Henderson County Judge Wade McKinney. How you doing, sir? Great, Michael. It's, we had some sunshine yesterday, and it just gets that warm, fuzzy feeling that spring is upon us. All right, so I'm in the kind of mood where I'm going to say, <laughs> bah humbug. I love the warm weather, but I'm pretty sure that every single person in Henderson County is suffering from allergies It'll right true, now. True, Because that true. warm weather right after the cold, things bloom, and it gets out into the air, and then it gets cold again, and then everybody's got the... There's a lot of miserable people out there right now. True, true. But we had some good news yesterday. We're doing this Wednesday morning as always. Mm -hmm. We had some good news yesterday from the governor's office that should put, well, half our community into a good mood. Um, And that is the governor said we're going to end the mask mandate. We're going to open up 100% starting next Wednesday. Yeah, he did. He came out, incidentally, on Texas Independence Day. Uh, think there's any type of symbology there? You know? No. Uh, yeah. No. Nah, pure coincidental. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, but anyway, um, you know, it is, it's going to be great for the businesses. And that fact is that they are allowed to open up 100%. And Lord knows the um, local businesses need all the relief that they can get to encourage their patrons to, to be out and about. But when it comes to the masks, it goes back to some of what we've said all along is that uh, even during this time, the mandate was if you couldn't stay away six feet away from someone was the mandate to wear a mask you know it has been twisted since the beginning of it was a blanket you shall wear a mask but because of that comma it, it wasn't so much but um the thing that we need to remember is we're coming off from two months ago all-time highs of hospitalizations. We've had um, January and, quite honestly, February. We haven't spoken about it much, but, you know, we have lost quite a few in February that have succumbed to the to the virus. And it is a real threat. Um, personal responsibility of taking care of yourself and your neighbors has been upon us for 2,000 years, and <laughs> it continues to this day. Um, Going back to our uh, old... Uh, almost weekly pre-conversation that includes uh, biblical verses. Yes. Um, It's the same thing. Um, We have to take care of one another, take care of each other, and be mindful. Um, It's great that um, he is lifting some of these restrictions so that, like I said, the businesses and some folks can begin, but we still have that responsibility. Um, Taking care of one another, looking out, you're going to see some changes uh, here. on the 10th, we will open both doors back up to the the annex facility. We're waiting on OCA, the Office of Court Administration, to have um, its guidance coming out on our other buildings. But, you know, uh, here we go. We'll see what happens. Uh, it, we will find out if masks truly do work or not. <laughs> so here we go. Starting Wednesday, it's back to normal in Anderson oh. County. <laughs> Um, and I can hear right now, listen, I, I, I haven't even posted the podcast and I already can hear it. I hear half of you saying it's about time. I hear the other half of you screaming, are you crazy? What are right. you doing? Uh, and the judge and I know that if you can hear the pages, that is my ever present notebook. Uh, and the judge was actually uh, talking about um, deaths 
Yes. And I um, had done a little research earlier this week when I was looking at the COVID numbers because the COVID numbers are amazingly oh, yeah. good right now. 193, something like that. It's uh, surprisingly low. As you know, those of you who listen to the podcast or follow any of my COVID coverage, the number that we have decided to really concentrate on is the number of hospitalizations in our region, our Mm -hmm. TSA, Trauma Service Area, Texas breaks everything down in regions. Our region includes Tyler and Longview, 960,000 people. over the weekend, we dropped under 200 people mm-hmm. in the hospital for COVID in the region for the first time since the beginning of October. Right. Uh, which is just amazing. And if you go back a little bit, that was right after the July spike. Right. And so that was the very first spike. Um but we're now at a lower level than even that first spike, which was in the two, uh, the high 271. 200s. Yeah. 271. And so we're down now. If you go back beyond that first spike, we're even lower. We're, we're down to the levels we were before the first spike. That's right. And at 196 back in July, the concern, I don't want to say panic, but the the exuberance of concern was at a untold high. At sure. A, and we were under 200. We hit 684 in individuals the in the hospital time. at one time. And we have, we're about 50 off now of being where we were at the low back after the July spike. So it's kind of that when everyone was really having a good time in August and September when, hey, we've got this beat, it's over with, you know, people not wearing um, masks and and running um, pretty much business as usual. So we've got a time frame here that we're going to see what happens. So when you look, you had brought up fatalities Mm -hmm. and we're looking at the number of COVID deaths, COVID related deaths, Um, February saw the fewest deaths mm-hmm. in Henderson County since September. Yeah. Um, but it comes off of the highest month, which was January. In January, in Henderson County, 57 people died right. because of COVID. In February, that number dropped to 11. Yeah. I mean, was it truly the, truly a spike mimicking what happened during the Spanish influenza where you had the first bubble and then you had the second, second big bubble. spike and now it begins to kind of, that's what we all got our, our fingers crossed for, but it did. It, those um, fatalities dropped off dramatically. So I am not... Um I am not an epidemiologist. I am not a doctor. I did get a good night's sleep last night, though. <laughs> and so um, I think it, it, it makes sense. Like, as, if you ask me, should the governor have done what he did, I don't think it would have hurt to leave it on for another couple of weeks or a month. Um, but I do believe that we are now coming out of this. And the reason I believe that is a couple of couple of reasons. Um, number one, I think that so many people have had it mm-hmm. already. To use a an example that you did back at the beginning, 
when a lot of people are susceptible, it can run through a lot of people. You get a lot of cases. Right. My grass fire analogy. Exactly. Yes. Now to, there's not as much fuel. There's not right. as many people who can catch it because they've either because they've already had it right. or they've been vaccinated right. now. And so the vaccinations are rolling out. The other part of that is the masking part of it. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I, I am not saying that I, I've been a proponent of you wear wear your dang mask. Mm-hmm. Stop acting like this is a big um you know, uh, civil rights issue and understand it's just helping out your neighbor. Right. On the other hand, I think even the people who weren't big on masks have done a better job of making sure their hands are washed, making sure Mm -hmm. that they're sanitizing their hands. And when they do talk to each other, they're six feet apart. Right. Yeah. I have noticed that, um, that people stand further apart. Right. Uh, And it's just courtesy, I guess. You know, Fist bumps instead of mm-hmm. handshakes. Those little things that I think are going to actually stay a part right. of what we are. Um, and I think all of those have combined to really bring our numbers down. Right. And with the third vaccine coming out, the Johnson vaccine was approved on Sunday. I think it was. Yes. Uh, and, Saturday, yeah. And they're they're going to, I think they've, they've vowed to have like 20 million doses out by the end of the month. month. Um, And one of the reasons they can do that is because this is this Johnson vaccine is the vaccine that is based on the more traditional uh, vaccine technology. It doesn't need to be refrigerated at those high levels. It's just one shot. All of that. It's the normal kind of vaccine. Yes. It's a viral vector instead of the mRNA. Right. Okay, <laughs> what he said, folks. What I know is that it's the normal stuff, right. the normal technology that we've been taking for years with the regular flu vaccine. Exactly. Uh, which means I think that they're going to be able to produce it faster. It's going to be able to get out easier. You won't have as much trouble getting it. You only have to get it once. Right. Different agencies will be able to distribute it and 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 give you the vaccine quicker and easier because they right. won't have to do all of the special refrigeration exactly. and stuff. And so I, what I'm seeing is that as that increases, those numbers are going to stay down because we've we've had that immunity built in when we get back to next year in october september and it's time for us to get our flu shots mm-hmm. there's going to be the availability to get the covid shot and i think we're going to get this under control yeah i mean and that plays a big factor into it is the vaccinations you know uh, as of yesterday there had been over ten thousand vaccinations administered in Henderson County through what we've been able to get. Wow. You know, actually last uh, last Friday it was uh, Henderson County was allocated and when I say Henderson County, those providers allocated 1800 vaccination or doses for one week and that's our highest that we've had 
to date. And many hear on the news that with the federal vaccination clinics coming online in the Metroplex area, the state is out, is reallocating doses away into those areas that have not been served. And again, that goes back to what we've spoken about many times as it was with the testing, the availability of these um, products and methods has been very limited. And with Johnson & Johnson coming in, we're looking at it following that same track going continuing to escalate i mean as as of today um there you know 67,000 that in the county that would be able anybody over the age of 16 we've got over 10% of those with their initial sh- uh, with their initial that's a, that's amazing and i actually mm-hmm. saw the um i saw something from the uh surgeon general that said hey if you get one shot out of the two, that's mm-hmm. better than no shots. It is. So that's a good thing. All right. Yeah. So that's where, that's where I stand. I think that you are in a very similar space as far as what we think should be going on or what we think is going on. Whether or not you agree with or disagree with what the governor has done, mm-hmm. um, we're going to have to live with it and move forward. And so, you said you're going to be opening up the county courthouse. The, so the 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 annex, the annex, build, right, the annex right. building, yes. right, right, where you come in and you do your license, most and of your like, administrative, work all that kind of stuff. Um, I've been coming in here. I come in every Wednesday at the very least for a year now and had my temperature taken every single time. Is that going away too? Uh, more or less, yes, in the annex. In the annex. Because, because we a, don't have the rules for the rest of it yet. We do not have the judicial rules, which is, remember, we have a divided form of government. We right, have legislative, right, sure. executive, and judicial. Sure. And the Supreme, the Texas Supreme Court will be meeting, I believe, tomorrow to help promulgate more guidance on how to proceed for the judiciary. Right. Well, now you're talking about the courts, the district attorney's office, all that stuff over there. Then we have a whole nother, um, a a board, uh, authority over the jail and the sheriff's office that has to go through and figure all that out. The sheriff and I were talking about that yesterday is that with the governor's order, now he is having, he is waiting to see what the jail commission will say about how to open up. Right, you because know, that's where that's the rules that are going to be in effect for Henderson County Jail. That's right. You know, the the jail has been locked down uh, for a solid year. You know, that's when it, the visitation portion of it hasn't been able to take place for a long time based upon COVID rules. You know, in person visitations. So there's a, there's a lot of moving parts still left to this. So another thing I'm thinking. And one of the things over the last year since we really started the podcast we haven't spoken much about is there's another Henderson County facility that normally plays a big part of our lives, and that's um, the fairgrounds. Yes. And the end of this month, we're going to have a livestock show. Mm -hmm. And then the following month... I know first responders have their rodeo scheduled. Right. Uh, and so all of that will be 
open and normal. Uh, when it comes to the livestock show, that is will be under the preview of the um, show board, the Henry right, County right. Livestock Show but Board. But the county will not be putting any rules on top of correct, that. Correct, correct. And as you know that, um, I don't know, within two or three months into this, um, the different executive orders that came out really put the state in so much control of it. And there had been many caveats, <laughs> we will say, um, written into the orders as they came out that opened up many of those livestock, um, specifically equestrian because it was considered to be outdoor and a part of an exercise per the executive order. So they they had lessened some of those quite a bit. But when it comes to the livestock show, that was a little more in close contact, more mingling, um, multi-generational. There wasn't a specific type of event. It sure. covered many categories. So um, with the governor's order, it cleared the way for um, – whatever adjustments because we know that what the livestock show is that board's been working when the last one ended diligently for, for this one so um that's again, a year-long process it really they is. do a great job they do and when you're talking about getting judges in they schedule out months and even uh, sure. multiple you know sometimes up to a year out so who knows how they will in such short window adjust but at least the rules right right and 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 I don't want to speak for them. I haven't yeah, spoken either. for any right. of them or whatever. Uh, again, that's one of those things. I think sometimes the the details of the layers and stuff <laughs> slip by the general public. And this right. is yes, is at the fairgrounds. Yes, the livestock show is the premier event at the fairgrounds yes. every year that everybody thinks of, and it's the county thing, but. The Livestock Show is actually a separate entity. That's right. The people who run it, the people who are in charge and run the show, and I'm sure that we'll be hearing from them soon. Well, I'm um, sure. But, yeah, like you said, they've been dealing with that for – they've been dealing this with for a year. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what they say. I know whatever they do, uh, last year for the first year – they had, they had to cancel it. Well, they they did and they didn't. Um, we made they made sure that everyone's project that they received something for it. Yeah, that's and, and they amazing. did some judging that was not open to the public. They they did adjusted they and did a fantastic right. job. They uh, they you could not um, ask for a more heartfelt effort out sure. of the show. Well, and that was at the very worst part. Yeah. of everything nobody yeah. knew what was going yeah, when we, all the orders rolled out all at the same time we yeah. were all we were all losing our mind trying to figure out what well, i remember at that time we were debating what the meaning of a comma <laughs> was yes. in the governor's order right and so it was really a crazy time and it's nice to get to the point where we think well at least 
the governor is putting us on a footing where right. starting Wednesday of next week, we're back to normal. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's really what it is. Um, they're, by looking at the numbers, it looks like some progress is being made. And, you know, you can't, it's becoming the 2020 election cycle, too. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. You don't think that that has anything to do with it. I'm jaded. (laughs) I think you even told me that a number of years ago. You were so jaded. Here's what we know about. I would never say anything like that, Judge Cohen. What what we do know for sure about COVID is uh, doing anything about COVID is like being the referee in a basketball game. The minute you blow the whistle, half the gym is really angry. Yeah. Um, And that's exactly what COVID is. It doesn't matter if you left it on for another month half the people would be mad it would just be the other half yeah you know it could be a little sleight of hand too you know didn't we have something about power outages in states i mean i I don't mean to throw that out there i did see somebody (laughs) say that um you know it's a very common it's a very common technique if you're getting too much heat on one hand let's put something in the other hand and see if we can switch the conversation i don't mean to speak it like that but it's just you know we've we've had a rough couple 2021 told 2020 hey watch this exactly exactly this is how i make you stay home in texas (laughs) it snows yeah yeah yeah, that's that's what we needed. Everybody had a week long quarantine. Quarantine, exactly. Yeah. And I can't remember if it was you and I talking about it or someone else that I believe it was you that said, "Hey, we got a week long quarantine. Let's see what the numbers do." Yeah, the numbers <laughs> bottomed out. That's what they did. They went down big time. Yeah. Um, I think the last time I looked, the, the um, testing numbers, we which went, we look. I mean, oh my gosh! Yeah, they they fell for yesterday. There were eleven um, positive tests for the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and thirty first within our county per net health. Yeah, yeah. You know, whereas what was that at the right before the snowstorm? We had ninety six. Let's see, that was the ninth and tenth. Yeah, you know what? I, I am not even looking I, at those. I know. Well, I'm I not even to looking at those. those up. They, they don't. <laughs> we, we've talked about this before. One of the things, the first thing that died during COVID was our public health reporting. Because, yeah. And it's not their fault. I've said this to other people. The net health in an average year averages 300 cases of some kind of disease they track every quarter. Mm-hmm. During COVID, it was 6,000. Right. They don't have the capacity. Nope. But anyway, we, yeah. we digress. We digress. Here it is. Uh, masking is um, – the masking mandate is gone starting next Wednesday. Uh, businesses 100% open. That means when you go into a restaurant and you see all the tables filled, mm-hmm. that's what it means. And we're back to normal. I know that there are a lot of restaurant owners in here uh, in, in Henderson County that are saying, thank you, Lord. Um, I was holding on by a thread. Yeah. And so I'm really happy for the businesses. That I truly really is. They were impacted, you know, yeah. so much more. The, the corporate entities had that capacity to stay, to, yeah. to stay moving. It's our, it's our home people, the ones that support our, um, softball leagues, our, our kids and all of that, our livestock show kids sure. that were really hit the worst. They were the ones hit the hardest. 
And so here we sit 24 hours after the governor's um, announcement that the mandate's being lifted, and county government is still, for the most part, in a wait-and-see standing. Yes. Because it's got to filter down. We need to hear from the courts. We've got to hear from the people who are over the prisons. We've got to hear from all of those entities as that stuff filters down. But the county courthouse will be open like it's in 2019 starting next Wednesday. The, the annex will – both doors will be open. Yes. Instead it, of the one. <laughs> it, it, instead of the one. And yeah. I won't have to worry about getting my temp taken. Yes. It'll be the first time in a year I didn't have my temperature taken. Yeah. I, mean, I went I went to the hospital this week because I had to do an interview with Scott Campbell, who mm -hmm. is the CEO and right. head of the local hospital. Uh, and they took my temperature. And instead of writing my name on a guest thing and sticking it on me, they wrote my temperature on a sticker. And I wore it on my shirt as I walked around with my temperature written on it. Oh, you know, we've been all reduced to numbers. There you go. All right. <laughs> hey, folks, we're going to wrap this up. Listen, thank you for listening into the podcast, listening into the county judge. Judge, thank you for letting us see what's going on in our county government. And it sounds like in the next couple of weeks, we'll actually be able to get down to to brass tacks on some other things. We need to yeah. talk about redistricting. Yes. We need to talk about budget cycles. It's coming. We need to talk about roads in mm -hmm. Henderson County and infrastructure in Henderson County. And I am not going to let go of what Kaufman County wants to do with our border. Me neither. So we need to find out about that. Friends, keep on listening. Judge, thank you. Thanks, Mike.